You're listening to Private Suite. My name is Rich, and joining me here are my co-hosts. We have Andy. What's up? And we got Ognos. Yo, what's going on? We also got a couple special guests here. We have a friend of Private Suite, Mr. Kite0080, otherwise known as Music The Hang Up. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? And we got another friend of the podcast, none other than Mr. Stu ID. What's going on? Uh, hello, everyone. I'm so delighted and honored to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on, guys. What dimension are you calling us from? Oh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of places that I frequent. Um, you know, as uh, as an interdimensional uh, regent, you know, I've, I'm called to all kinds of places to settle disputes. Today, I've just decided to settle down in my corporeal form on the Atlantic coast of Florida. Just it's a nice, cool, rainy May day and. You know, I decided to just kind of ease into things today. That's good. Well, I'm glad you could uh, come into this uh, dimension and join us. Um, are, are other dimensions under quarantine as well, like we are? Well, there are some. There's some, like, disastrous uh, plagues that have been raging for millennia in some sectors. But, I mean, you know, there's just poor people over there. Who cares about them? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so, so we don't really have it that bad. We're, we're nah. No, not, okay, okay. Good. We still got a few millennia to go to catch up to them. <laughs> Nobody owes you taxes, right? Well, I mean, those that did uh, have been corrected. Okay. None of us, though. You're not joining us today. For no, that no, one. no. Not yet. <laughs> we'll see how things go. Okay. Well, good to have you here. Good to have everyone here. Good to, to be here courting in day whatever of our quarantine. So, um, yeah. What's what's new? What's what's happening in everyone's lives? Existence. Hanging whatever. in there. Doing my best. I've been trying to occupy myself. I've been um, digitizing a lot of old VHS cassettes. Ooh. Stumbled on nice. uh, footage of my dad completely nude. Just there you go. That's operating nice. the camera, turns towards a mirror. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, okay. Cool. Nice. You, you found the wrong home videos. When's that coming out? <laughs> uh, that's what? only for my Patreon subscribers. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. What was he recording? He, uh, me. I was, I was like a little boy. I was in like a costume for school or something. And he says, hey, Stewie, come here and, and you know. Tell me, tell the camera what's going on, and then he just pans around to the mirror over his dresser, like he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and oh, there he is, man. Excellent. Uh, dad dicks are the worst. Yeah, that's just such a dad thing. Anyway, um, so anyway, VHS is out there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your VHSs. You doing home home movies or something? What are you doing? Yeah, it's it's mostly just footage of you know me as a little boy, birthdays and Thanksgivings and Christmases and boring school functions uh, that I don't know how my I don't know how my parents managed to stay awake long enough to record the whole thing, but it's there on tape. So just like archiving it, backing it up, making sure it doesn't. Uh... Yeah, because I'm also preparing for a move, and I just want to make sure that nothing happens and yeah. you know, these are all like taken care of for sure <laughs> some of them though i have to try like 
six times in a row to record a two-hour VHS cassette. You know, I'll have a, a whole day passes and I don't get anything because something fucked up the first time, then the second time, then the third time, and I just give up. Oh, I feel yeah. that, man. I'm doing it. And yet, you have to do it in real time, too, so it's just... Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the biggest difficulty. And I can't get a monitor out when I'm recording because I'm doing some kind of janky, you know, Linux bullshit to get this stuff working properly. And I don't know that it's bad until the end and I review it. And, oh, right. God. That sucks. Yeah. I'm uh, doing a vinyl rip slash review slash video of Cat Corp's new live and Electronicon album. I see that behind your head there. Oh, yeah. Ta-da. And... Yeah, so I, and you can see this cable too is running into my interface, and I'm yeah recording it. And apparently now I realize there's a scratch on the on the vinyl. Oh, oh man! So my video is gonna have a that sucks sound in it for a little bit. That sucks. So I'm gonna have a little disclaimer, maybe. I'm sorry. That's but that's yeah. what you get with physical media. You had accept it with all of its blemishes. Quality control. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's vaporwave, yo. It's the a remix yes, that extra aesthetic it's <laughs> it's part some... of the aesthetic yeah <laughs> anyway welcome to the show guys so while you're over there ripping uh vhs's i've been working on a, a sci-fi series myself writing a sci-fi series oh wow Ooh. so that's what i like legit nice. like my time maybe. like show no no it's book a book oh okay cool cool writing it yeah so i finished the first novel and uh, now working on the second series. And I've, I've been self-publishing through Amazon, uh, which they have this whole service. And it, it seems like it's better to market a series than it is to just put one book out and like, make people wait three months before the second book. So I've been sitting on the first book and now I'm finally finishing the second one so that people can buy both and all that kind of stuff, hopefully. That's super, super impressive to me that you've gotten a full book out and are already working on another. I've got like the bare skeleton of an outline of something I want to write. And I just... Every month I open it up and look at it and say, ah, later. <laughs> my secret is I had to move back in with my dad during this whole quarantine period. And so, you know, every morning I'm waking up at seven with him whenever he goes to work and I have nothing to do because I don't have a job. So it's like to get away from him, you know, berating me about just sitting on the couch or watching YouTube or something. I've been working on all these projects that hopefully, you know, materialize into something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, man. That's, good luck with that. that's awesome. Yeah, it's always good. I, I find like I've been doing some more creative work during this whole thing, either like personally or like helping out with work. And I'm producing a show for them right now um, with some uh, industry people, because like just in case something happens after through this whole thing, you know, working in the travel industry, which is just a really, really great place to work right now uh, with everything. Uh, just kind of hedging my bets uh, beyond that a little bit and trying to myself a little more marketable. So, yeah, well, you'd be bringing a lot of skills to the table there. That's for sure, brother. Trying to, trying mm-hmm. to. Actually, last month I just published a programming book, and that's actually how I, I started getting into the self publishing. Wait, so you got you have a a vaporwave book, a signal wave book, yeah, um, yeah signal wave book, and you're doing a sci fi novel series, and then you also have a programming book. Yeah, goddamn, yeah. he's a man of many talents. Yeah. I guess apparently, dude. We're not even getting started. Well, this one was specifically for my resume, though, because if I, I haven't, I can't find a job right now in the programming world. So, put a book out there to beef it up, and uh, yeah, it's about two hundred page. Uh, that's that's definitely one way to do it. <laughs> it hasn't worked so far, but everybody's working from home, so I'm the reference. You have to hire me. I'm, I'm the guy. 
I wrote the book. Yeah. On this, so. <laughs> That's the idea, though. Yeah, exactly. Have you read my book? If you get you get that one person on Twitter that disagrees with you and says you don't know what you're talking about, it's like, bro, I I wrote. I, you're referencing me right now. That's 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 what you wait for. Is it a Swift? Uh, no, it's for uh, FFmpeg, which is a way to manipulate audio and video from the terminal, from like the command line. I've been getting yeah, so. very well acquainted with FFmpeg. Yes, dude, that's dude. I love video processing and codecs and all that shit. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Link, link me your book, man. I'll fucking I'll check that out. It's on uh, the Kindle too. If you just rather have digital, it's cheaper. No, you want more money you need to push get the physical book whatever nets you more margin that's what you gotta go with actually I, get, I make less money off of the physical because amazon handles the shipping and the printing and because the book has to have color because it's video that you're editing they like charge you so much for per page that has color in it so it's like i might begin like 250 for the book printed where it's like five bucks for the actual I buy the digital one screw the physical one get the digital one yeah if anything <laughs> cut the middleman out yeah yeah seriously now i got the copy of the signal wave book it looks really nice. Yeah, you just got that today, right? Yeah. Well, I picked it out of the mail today, but yeah. Thanks for the awesome. lovely Thank little you. note, by the way. That was cute. Well, I appreciate it. It's over there somewhere. I filed it away already. So is uh, is anyone listening to any new and exciting Vaporwave music this week? I don't know about new and exciting, but on the when uh, the Business Casual uh, anniversary stream was playing, I mean, I've gotten kind of... Slightly burnt out on all these streams, and most of the time I'll just have them playing in the background while I do something else because we're all addicted to multitasking at all times. Uh, but then when Disket Park came on, uh, I I just stopped and went back to it. I was just glued to it the whole time. It was amazing. Uh, specifically, uh, the track off of uh, Reading Room called Light Memory. The second track, oh my god, that is the that is the essential version of like what I want to hear in a kind of signal wavy plunder phonics kind of thing. It just takes these sounds, chops them up, no relation to whatever the original tune or melody or whatever was going on and just crafts this super interesting and engaging oral experience. It was, it was, I, I still am astounded by it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Cool. I haven't heard that yet. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned you getting like burnt out on all the live streams and like multitasking while you're doing it. And I don't think many people are just sitting there watching these shows. Like I'm going to sit in front of my computer and I'm just going to, I did at first. (laughs) Whereas like a traditional, well, yeah, at first it's, it's like a novelty. It's like, great. It's, it's, you know, this is a cool thing. And now there's so many of them, but you know, you go to a concert, you're not, you're not going to the show and then doing other stuff. For the most part, you're going, you're watching the performance live. Or but you paying. paid for it too. You paid for it also. Exactly. That is, that is very true. And then but at the same time, you've also got every sensory input coming in. Instead of just seeing and hearing it, maybe chatting in the chat room, you're like, you're feeling it, you're smelling it, you're tasting it, you know? And you can really immerse yourself there and be in that moment. But on the computer screen, like, it's great. It's, you know, I'm still just in my dirty, smelly room yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's easy to to get lost with it and just kind of just mm-hmm. you know not pay attention to it as much as as you could be or should be until mm-hmm. reading room by diskette park comes on Ooh. <laughs> that's let's it. play it you gotta gotta bring it back Abs- absolutely let me let me i've got a link to the track right here way ahead of me brother oh cool
operating system. If y'all like that, wait until you hear the second track. Oh my god. <laughs> Which album was that? Uh, Reading Room. Reading Room. I didn't even know who Discount Park was. I mean, I've been listening to Vaporwave since 2014, and I don't, to my shame, I don't know a lot of guys outside of what's on like the Reddit best of list for every year, you know? And so it's always, it's always great for me when I can find someone who, even if they are known in circles, it's, to me, it's brand new. And I'm super jazzed to have found this. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Shouts out to Business Casual. There's still a couple copies of the tape left, actually, if anyone wants to pick that oh, up. Okay. Um, and how about that Business Casual? Oh, and we have a copy of Disquette Park's uh, new record on our Bandcamp, Private Suite media.bandcamp.com so if you like uh, Disket Park check that out when did you guys start doing the Bandcamp let's do it um, like a couple a few months, months ago since we had enough four, three three okay. or four and what is the idea just getting like artists that you you feature on the magazine get their music on there so people can check it out well we had the Desert Sand Sparkling Water release uh, with issue four, I think, or was that issue five? I oh, okay, so it's been so, uh, but we didn't have Bandcamp back then, so only patrons got that. But now we want to be able to offer it to people that miss the Patreon deadline because they, you know, they can't afford it that month. So then they can grab it off Bandcamp, but for like a little bit it's more extra stock and and stuff like that. Um, Are they going to be cassettes or is it just like the digital code? Then? No, there's tapes. Check it out. I'll link it up. Curve sequences by Disket Park. Here, I'll put it in the general chat. Very cool. Well, now people know. For sure. And Porter Vong actually has a tape on there. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And if you missed any copies of uh, issues 7, 8, or 9, you can get them as well on there. And future <laughs> upcoming issues, too. Are you guys making the cassettes? No. Uh, we're, I think we're using dupe.ca. Well, that's what I meant. Like, you guys are in charge of the oh, yeah, producing them, yeah. sure. working with the artists and getting it produced. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Good idea. For sure, yo. Yeah, shouts out to Disquette Park and Business Casual uh, Anniversary Volume 7 just came out on Business Casual. What a fucking I can't slammer that. banger of an album. Holy shit. I don't know if you guys checked it What's out. What's crazy is I just, like last year, I did that video on Business Casual for the six-year anniversary, and I can't believe it's already... It's been a year. <laughs> the seven yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. I need to download that somewhere. one. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Agnos, what do you... Uh, listening to? Not much. What I've been doing... <laughs> I've been working a lot this week. It's been crazy. Um, just just admin shit that's not exciting at all. But what I've been doing is I've been uh, transferring all my music over to Rekordbox and st- to start DJing. And um, last night I did like a three-hour set with all my friends in Discord just to kind of get everything dialed in so probably it's this week i'll start streaming some more dj stuff um now that i can get more comfortable with it but um everything i have like i don't know like 2500 tracks kind of already inside of my library that i'm kind of just slowly filtering through and getting everything set up but at some point um i'll be able to kind of have my favorite stuff that i'll be doing and it's, it's cool because like I'm just downloading everything from Bandcamp right now. And a lot of the albums I haven't listened to yet because there's just so much fucking music. And so I'm just discovering stuff that I like. I'm like, oh, that was a really cool track. I'm just going to put a note here. <laughs> yeah, you buy like the bundles from someone or like the entire discography. You end up with 50 albums that you've never right. seen like before. The DMT has been like absolute gold because it's like, what, seven, eight hundred albums. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to buy that because then I would never be able to find anything in my Bandcamp collection. Yeah. yeah it's, I only buy physicals. 
That's exactly how I feel. It's it's so it's so horrible to actually like navigate that and find stuff you're looking for. They should do it by like label or something. There's a lot of good music in there, like like that nobody knows about, <laughs> and like it's crazy. A lot of times it's him making it too. It's it's like his own projects. Yeah, hundreds hundreds of those albums are, are all Vito. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Shouts out to Vito. Yeah, definitely. Have you had him on the show? <sighs> no, man. I've. Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> uh, okay. But hopefully someday. Yeah. yeah. Not enough cloud like Pat has, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not cloud enough, man. Yeah. Always chasing Pat's tail coats, huh? <laughs> I know. Story of my life. Yeah. No, I'd say it's more um, just not the right time. Okay. Yeah. Get him on that 1,000 release. <laughs> 1,000. There's 100's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got soon. a couple weeks, a few weeks before that. <laughs> yeah. Working. Don't blink or you'll Do miss something it. big for that one. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Yeah. It didn't even seem like it has been 30-something releases since I joined the podcast. It's just been, everything goes so fast. It's been 30 already. It's going to be your year anniversary soon in August. Wow. Shit, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Why do you have to say that? (laughs) Three months. Well, yeah, yeah, don't say that because now I'm thinking Electronicon will have been a year ago and that that wonderful time we spent in uh, Uh, New York in Central Park walking around. Yeah, we still talk about it every day. (laughs) That was the greatest. What's crazy is everyone in this chat room right now, we all hung out with each other there. That is true. Craig, you missed it, man. Yeah, Craig wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, Craig was Nalia. Nalia. They, they were doing Suckers. their own things. What are you two nerds doing? You missed out. Where were you? <laughs> yeah, that was the greatest, man. That burrito place, Pony. Fuck. Yeah, at the New York. Well, which one? We went to we went to one in New York and in L.A. New York. For me, for me, New New York was number one for sure. Yeah, it was much better. Um, Amoeba the burrito music, place. I think um, when we went to in L.A. I think mm-hmm. is permanently closed. They're moving. They're they're moving they're that moving. location and not reopening that old Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because that 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 venue or that location was massive. <laughs> I'm so glad we got it's to go huge. check it out. Super huge. It's the biggest music store I've ever been into in my life. It was weird for me because I'm not. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not much of a physical guy myself, and I don't know much music. But I had a great time digging through all like the the discount you know, uh, bargain stuff, getting a 50 cent tape here and there. And just, I don't know oh, what yeah. it is, but it's got a cool cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have Alex has a story too. for about that. Remember that album pony? Uh, uh, the Mannheim steamroller. Uh, what episode was that? Holographic waterfall or stuff on it. It was just crazy. Peter, and when he opened it up, the inside of it is fucking just like, he didn't even realize it. He didn't even realize that when he bought it, he just bought it for the cover and then he opened it up. Oh and my it was just God. Amazing whole landscape artwork of like a fucking dolphin ran roman empire (laughs) it's just fucking amazing like the most vaporwave shit it's um uh manheim steamroller Um, yeah um, so it's um i think it was number six it's like experimentally not even ambience sort of no okay fresh air six but air has an e i don't want to get it wrong let me me get the images i'll share that with y'all ask your dad i'm sure he knows who they are (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure he'll he'll so from that time period okay yeah yeah Yeah, a little older yeah while we're talking about cool covers um this past christmas uh, my brother was in austin and was just digging around a uh a bargain bin somewhere in a thrift store and found 
this and knew I would love it. What is this? That does look cool. It's uh, called Floppy Disk. It looks like it's, if Microsoft were to make some kind of well, like music. Actually, it's got the software. IBM font. If you look closely yeah. up here, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirk yeah, that's right. Kirk Whalem. This dude toured with Whitney Houston for seven years. He was the soloist on "I Will Always Love You." And let me tell you, the first track on this thing, "Rodeo," blows my mind. Y'all gotta listen to it, "Rodeo." Kirk Kirk Whalen, "Rodeo." Oh yeah, it's a killer. Should we put it's it on? The sickest sax I've ever. Yeah. Hell yeah, put it on, man. I want to let people know about this shit.
What did I say? Huh? That is. Yeah, that was good. Good, dude. So good. We gotta do these video podcasts more often. I was just saying. I was just thinking. We should um, figure out a way to record these. We're going to once we get all the regular uploads done. You gotta let me know because this is pretty fun. Yeah, you gotta clean your room up. I've been trying to. I've been trying to to keep in touch with people on video calls. Kite kite was drumming. Drumsticks out. It's amazing. It's just too bad. Most of the people I associate with online all live in California, so I'm up till two a.m. every time I do one of these. You just have to move to California, man. Well, you know, I'm going to Texas, so you know, I'll be part of the way there. It's one hour closer. One step closer to the itch. One hour closer. What what part of Texas are you moving to? A nothing town called Kerrville. It's uh, two hours west of Austin. I've got family there. Like this, the town I'm living in now is basically a retirement community for millionaires, and the rent keeps going up every year. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be cheaper out there, hopefully, and I'll try to find a job in Austin. But you know, if not, I'll just be a 32 year old man living with his family. That's fine. I'm almost there. Sorry. Right. Try to like milk the millionaires <laughs> and make some money off of them. <laughs> ain't, ain't no money to make off of them unless you're working at the golf courses, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not much money to make anyway that or if you're a doctor but i mean i'm not going to school for another 15 years or whatever <laughs> right. throw down another half a million in student loans just to become a doctor or whatever holy hell that song was good yeah that sax was awesome <laughs> yeah it was an awesome track so i want to know and our listeners probably want to know as well who the fuck are you guys that's that's a good good thing Uh, about 29 minutes into the show that we should uh get to that so yeah kite why don't you go first yeah i think everyone knows uh knows all about kite a little bit i don't know do you guys know a whole bunch of people probably Uh, don't know okay yes i i'm kind of all over the place in the vapor scene uh it started off as a podcast oddly enough um but generically for music and then what i really wanted to do was get like pop pop punk artist on the show and do interviews with them. But it was like so hard to get anybody to come on because nobody wants to talk. I had been in the vaporwave scene back in 2014. And I was like, well, those guys aren't that big yet. They'll probably be open to sharing their music and talking onto a podcast, which it, it they were good. I had, uh, I think my first one was Crystal Cola, I believe it was, or yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. And then, you know, I got a bunch of future funk guys on there, Sparkly Night, uh, Crystal Katsune, and those were great. It's just the the problem was, I think I had such a small audience at the time that nobody was listening to it. So I was getting maybe like a hundred listens in a month. And so I was like, I, I was trying to figure out all these different ways to get more people in. So I was like, all right, I got to make a website. And the only way that I thought I can amass a lot of people is just talk about everybody's music that's being released in the scene. So that's why I was doing everyday blog posts and every single release that was coming from Bandcamp, I was writing a two sentence review for each one of the releases. And that actually helped me get into the scene pretty quickly. Uh, that made the podcast work out okay. It's just still, I felt like the podcast was so limiting because I would work so hard on these one episodes and then I would get like 100 views. I threw it up onto YouTube, then I would get 100 in a day. And so I was like, you know what? YouTube kind of makes a little more sense. I, was, I don't mind showing my face. Uh, doing the interviews with them, not showing their face and just showing mine, it was kind of working again. So I was like, all right, I'm doing these reviews on the website. I might as well just do reviews video wise as well. And I couldn't really compete with pad, um, which kind of just demoralized me a little bit. So I just kept putting my hands everywhere. And at this point, it's not a competition. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I know it's not, but I'm just doing everything now, making music, 
doing interviews when I can. Like I just did the one um, with the uh, STL, uh, Vapor Space yeah, STL. Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Ronnie. Uh, yeah, that was, was really good. One. That was a good one. I think that was your best one. Probably the best one, yeah. You want to know why? Because his face was there? Yeah, well, you had um, you had other people. You had middle class comfort. Uh, oh, because face. of the chat? Because of the length. It was 50 minutes. Oh, okay. That's, that was your longest one, I think. And that's the one I cared about the most for sure, like by far. Well, see, the first episodes that I did for the podcast that I actually put up on YouTube later, they were about 30 minutes each. And people were telling me, I wish they were like 10 minutes long. Oh, yeah. And so like, that's why I cut them between 10 and 15 every time so that people can have like a, a bite-sized snack while you guys did the real ones at an hour plus. Yeah. I I don't know. I just, whenever I listen to a podcast, I want to always know more, right? So that's that's my thing. But at it, least for weird. me. It's, it, if you look at like how you should structure interviews and how you should like structure a podcast episode, like some people say like, oh, it should never be more than like an hour or more than an hour and a half and it should cut down they should do that there's no there is no right way to mm. yeah because yeah. some people like the long podcasts and some people don't so uh, back know. when i was doing super long ones pony was always like indy it's too long i'm like just it's well there are some people that will just straight up not four hour podcast just take a page out of that hardcore history guys book he puts out like 10 hour podcasts all about world war ii Really? Yeah. What's his name? But his sounds so amazing though, because he puts in the sounds and then like the, the story is very engaging. Something about history like that though, or it's like your roots or something. It's like a show almost. You find your market and you find who who's going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no right way to do it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, like, I want to know what music the hang up is exactly, like, because you have books, you have stickers, you have. You're making your own music now under that same... The MTHU records. Yeah, yeah. like your label sort of thing. And you, you do, got your reviews, your interviews, your podcasts, your YouTube videos. Like you do everything so, so much. So, and like, you know, obviously we don't have one person doing all of that at Private Suite. So we might have a little more room for like a longer episode or something, right? right that's true because you were fucking on fire over there for i i I kept saying on this show i don't know if you heard i was like dude how's that guy alive like how does he sleep while being able to do all that stuff like it's so much stuff and you can say the same about you too yeah you do like literally 10 different like jobs go through our (laughs) meetings and it's like oh we're gonna talk about the uh it's like who's the head of the podcast and i talk and we're gonna talk about videos then indie talks we're gonna talk about it and then indie's gonna it's like <laughs> yeah, same thing in the documentary you're always talking about everything on that one and taking over the discord for them and all that stuff yeah i do i like to keep it moving i just work real fast you know everybody's too slow too slow out right there. well that's kind of why i like working by myself too is because i know it's going to get done if i get it you know if i'm doing it and no one to blame except yourself right right mm-hmm. i don't know what exactly it is it's more like whatever catches my fancy that day and that's what i want to work on most of my videos, everything that I've actually ever released, I, you know, it's a two-day thing. I, I interview someone, edit, release, all within two days. I uh, make a YouTube video that day. I'll wake up and I just, I heard a song. And I'm like, you know, I just want to write a review about this album or whatever it is. Um, so it's, you know, I've been unemployed now intentionally um, since April of last year. So I do this full-time. Uh, I don't make the money to do it full-time, but I worked at a startup that I was able to kind of cash out 
And now I've just been living the internet dream, I guess. So nice. It's all just been a hobby that uh, it's, it's not structured at all. And I think that maybe a lot of people think it is. It's what I feel that morning a lot of times. And these past two months, it's been writing a sci-fi novel or a series. So I've been kind of away from the vapor scene after my cassette released. And that was actually, I actually, the cassette that just came out, I put that in like three months ago or four months ago. And because of the virus, it took this long to just get it. So that actually was way, way back there. So, yeah. Well, it did well. I'm, I'm glad it sold out. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, if, if there was ever a time to pursue something like this, it's it's now. I mean, not just the virus, but in these times, like the temple of capitalism is crumbling and, you know, everything's horrible. You know, you might as well just, you know, try something, try a whole bunch of different things and, you know, find, right, what, find right. what works. Mm-hmm. I think that's my voyage is, is trying as many things as I possibly can until I find the one that fits me. And, and that's why I do so many things in the scene because I haven't fit, I haven't found what I fit in yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have a signal wave book and your record is a signal wave record and you have It's on the verge. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like your own spin on it and we can go into that a little later if you want to cuz I want to play some music off of it. But um oh, thank you. Your YouTube uh, channel, you did this sick ass Tanky seven part like radio thing. Like Well actually that was um, samples, very small samples from uh, a specific album. And I was taking the album art and turning it into like a story in itself. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's, it is his music, but it's almost like I was sampling his music to make my own music while using his album art as the music videos. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's kind of what that was. Taking like a magnifying glass at those parts, right? And right, right. Focusing in on that. That was all just one week. I wanted to make a video every day. And so I did that for seven parts or whatever it was. <laughs> so yeah, it is very much like whatever you're feeling. You've been riding that signal wave vibe for the past few months pretty hard. Yeah, it's kind of died down though. I don't really like uh, Asutunki's way of destroying his name, which kind of makes me want to get away from the, the signal wave scene, to be honest. Yeah, well, we have um, other signal wave people still working, like Air... Uh, what, what is that air um well like aqua blanca is doing a good job bringing that next level in i think they're doing okay um i'm not sure who the air air is, system what, Kong? air system oh air system yeah i've got his a, cassette right yeah. here <laughs> yeah this is actually the first signal wave <laughs> album i ever heard yeah and uh this is what turned me on to the entire genre wow and uh, i th- i think he's russian right i don't i'm pretty sure he is yeah that's sweet that you have the tape though there's still copies of that tape available too, I think. It is, which is crazy. It's off of Dark Web. It's sold so slow. I don't know why. It's got a different sound than I think what Asatenki has too. It's a lot more, I would say, maybe darker and uh, mm. a lot more speaking in Japanese. And maybe that's part of the problem as well. It's like a radio program in a, in a lot of sense. Honestly, Signal Wave is something I got I to gotta dig more into because I'm, I'm really entranced by it because it's like, I, I love anything that's ethereal and spooky. Check out dark web recordings, man. Yeah. And I, I feel like sometimes things go a little too dark. This kind of has, like, it dips into darkness a little bit. But for the most part, it's just eerie. You know, mm. not scary. Just like, like, what is this I'm here? What is this weird echo from the past that's garbling through, you know, some kind of digital something? And it's, it's just, I don't know, it's alien. Broken <laughs> transmission style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, a faint radio connection to a... You know, if you're using like, um, what is it called? 
uh, not FM. There's another band and like you can actually get from the United States, Russian radio off of it kind of stuff. And so I think that's kind of what is interesting to me is like having that fine tuned connection with your long antenna, getting a signal from somewhere you're not supposed to be talking to. Oh, and, and now you're listening to this different world. Yeah. And I think that's what hooked me into it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Cause it like adds so much mystery, it romanticizes and glorifies it. It's like, I have to learn more consume as yeah. much of through this channel that I have to learn about this thing that I'm just discovering. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's and then the a next great... thing you connect and it's gone, you know? So that's, I think that's the sounds that you're getting is mm-hmm. this is the one little looping part that you get to listen to in the song mm-hmm. uh, because that was all that you're able to get. Right. We can really yeah, break cool. down and like deconstruct it when you're hearing it over and over. And I think mystery right. is the key word. Just that, that, unknown quality to it is really what makes it so attractive mm-hmm. right yeah for sure uh, if you want to check out some sweet signal wave uh cosmic cycler is a one of my favorite artists of all time check him out uh interview with cosmic cycler coming up as well so stay tuned for that awesome very exciting um i got a little list here i wrote down blue screen he does uh signal wave and broken transmission sometime sometimes uh, episode coming out with uh, Blue Screen as well <laughs> shortly. Hardest working man in Vaporwave next to Porter Vong. Oh my God. Um, what else? We got Bodyline and Mindspring Memories. It's kind of like riding the slush wave edge a little bit, but definitely some broken transmission and signal wave in I there. I feel like those two, slush and uh, signal wave, mesh very well together. It's like brother and sister. Uh, yeah, sort of. I, I'm not a big slush wave fan, though, so that's interesting. Oh. What I think it's too Get long. Out of here. It's like a don't say that stretched. I think I got burned out with it with uh with um, what's his name? Desert Sand feels warm oh, because he's releasing too much. Yeah. And that was my introduction to it. Yeah. All right, I'll tell him you said so. <laughs> I think <laughs> the proper the proper way to listen to slush wave is to just you know, it's what people used to say about telepath music. It's furniture music. You just have it on in the background and you're doing right. something. I say else. wallpaper. You know. Wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, wallpaper. yeah, perfect. Yeah, I, I remember first time I heard uh, the binary ocean. Speaking of um, uh, Mindspring, I was just laying on the couch, staring out the window, and I listened to the entire thing. And I got into that hypnagogic, like between awake and asleep. And I'm just laying there, just letting it, you know, just wave over me. And it was, yeah. it was an experience riding that wave, uh-huh. that vapor, <laughs> wave. riding the vapor, the vapor wave, and finding the, the right time to listen to an album. That's true. Yeah, it's true. It's a, it's a moment in time kind of thing for sure. Mm-hmm. The slush. Definitely. Man, I should have worn my slush shirt. Silly goose. <clears throat> All right. So thanks for that um, kite 0080. Did that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. Pretty <laughs> good, good overview. And Stu, what about you? What's your like musical background? Why you like Vaporwave? You know, all that shit. Well, I think first of all, I really have no musical background. I'm just uh, I'm just a dumb Florida cracker who likes bleep bloop music. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> your background. You like chip tune and shit. Well, speaking of chip tune, kite, we gotta talk about your old stuff there. Oh, jeez, yeah. we're getting Digging into in that. There. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, how did you develop your vaporwave interest? Well, uh, the very first, I don't know the very first vaporwave I heard, but I know the very first vaporwave that I like loved and sat up and listened to was uh, VHS Logos, which I'm so glad you brought him up last time. Uh, that guy is killer. Even though he's only got one like proper album album, uh, it's, it's 
killer. Uh, if you're ever, if you're interested, um, he's got basically a condensed version of his album mantra called Marinate Mix on YouTube. It's like 10 minutes. It basically goes over the whole album. And it fucking kills. The video for that is so good too. Oh, oh, it hits. It hits like for classic vapor. It hits every single tone that you're looking for. We didn't get a chance to play VHS logos last time. Maybe we'll play that. Play that right now. Jackson clips and they just loop them and it's all fantastic and everyone's just uh, why does it sound like it was recorded inside of an empty mall because it was oh my god isn't that great <laughs> <laughs> and you know it wasn't until uh, Electronicon you know I, well at the end of uh, 2018 I was finishing up I, I worked at a uh, airplane assembly factory for a year which uh, by the way don't oh, okay. it's, it's, it's terrible it, it probably hmm? Where did you work? Airplane assembly. An, air, an airplane assembly factory in my hometown called Piper, and it's no good. It's 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 a small factory, and they're like owned by the Sultan of Brunei or something. Rich it's, knows everything about planes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, I mean, <laughs> so I, I was not, not privately. Oh, <laughs> I I, uh, I was mating wings to fuselages for a year. A lot of rivet bucking and using terrible toxic sealants and stuff. And I just said, "Fuck, I can't do this anymore." So for my birthday, I just I saw, "Hey, George Clanton's having a show in Seattle," and I flew to Seattle. Decided to join his fan club, and then I actually started making friends in this scene. People I can talk to about this stuff. And uh, I mean, honestly, it has. It has changed my life in, in a very real and I think positive way. And I'm so glad to, uh, to be part of this sphere now. It was great to meet you. <laughs> That's why you're on the show, sort of, right? Thank you. It's so wonderful to hear. Oh, you said you were a fan. You introduced me. Uh, Tony actually introduced me to you. And in your girl, I think, too, right? Was that right? At the tape swap? No, no. That no. was uh, just you. Yeah, effectuate. Okay. Here's, just you then. Yeah, you, I just, at the tape swap in New York, I just like, Indy, oh my God, I got to tell you how great your thing is. Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, you seemed into it instead of uh, spooked by some you know, <laughs> oh, no, weird white cool, guys who went on too long. Yeah. No, that was the best best day of my life, dude. Seriously. Awesome. You've been Thanks a, for a listening. listener of this show yeah. for, forever. Well, yeah, <laughs> since, 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 since day before one. I joined. I heard, yeah. As Probably. soon as I heard there was going to be a Vaporwave podcast, I can actually just mainline this shit now. Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. After yeah, Oscar so, killed his and 3D yeah. Blast went on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's back though, right? That was like 2016, yeah. right? 2017? Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, 3D Blast does still do his thing, but it's very... Oh, I misheard you. Okay. Yeah, he's back now, yeah. I've been seeing yeah, him yeah. Um, twist. I've been seeing yeah, him yeah, do a yeah, Twitch yeah. streams a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And, Streaming um, all saw, the time, yo. Yeah, Definitely. dude. He's, and like, he was doing like a whole remix kind of thing with the, uh, and there was like five people in there with him. <laughs> and it was just right. like really cool to see. Yeah, I think it was, oh man, I'm trying to think who was all there. Um, Colin, the Wiz. Wiz was there. Um, Dan Mason. Was in there. Vito. And I don't think Dan was in there. I don't Fancy know. This deluxe. was like last week. I was only in there for like five, ten minutes because there was another live stream that I was gonna catch. Yeah. So I had to like bounce out of there really fast, which kind of sucked because I I would have loved to stay and watch that he, whole thing. I think he does it every Friday. Okay. Yeah. Check out ch- check out 3D Blast, man. Number yeah, that one home sample flip thing. That's a that's a pretty regular thing he does. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fucking super cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give him a follow. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Um, yeah, so, uh, VHS logos and then, you know, making friends in the scene. Sorry, I read, I rudely interrupted you. No, 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 nothing. There's, there's really not much more to it. I'm just, yeah, true. you know, I'm, I'm, uh, traveling across the country or was in 2019 before lockdown, um, you know, making a huge carbon footprint, but making a, a big uh, friend footprint at the same time. So that's good. And it, Honestly, for the first time, it inspired me to actually try my hand a little bit at some vaporwave. Uh, I've only since since Electronicon One ended, I've been picking at one track. I remix an old Electric Light Orchestra track called uh, "Ticket to the Moon," which is like one of my favorite songs ever, and it's it's all right. I, I it's not perfect, and I'm also using weird uh, Linux tools instead of like a proper like full-fledged DAW, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just, I don't intend to actually, you know, produce music. And I just thought, eh, I'll put this thing together. And it, mm-hmm. I was surprised how well it turned out. Mm-hmm. Why don't you keep at it, bro? Yeah, I'll, I'll try. 
Definitely. As soon as I can get the motivation. Mm-hmm. I, I just need the time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make some we shit. Get, we, we got lots of time right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, not me. Man. I, I think the motivation, I, I, I feel like the motivation is like I've been something I've lost a lot of since the quarantine started. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to just like kind of want to pick up objects. Like I, I know I have all this time to do it. It's just like, oh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so easy. Have too much time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I think that the problem is too much time. Mm-hmm. I'll do. I, I have plenty of time to do this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you I work guess. out? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> but Try, when I started go, if you if you work out, man. Yeah, maybe I know I should. I've been. I just switched my diet up to um, going keto right now, so I'm feeling a lot better about things. So, um, and then I just started going back to work a couple weeks ago. So, like for some reason, me going back to work has re-sparked all this motivation to do more stuff again. Which is like, why? Why does it work that way? <laughs> well, I think it's probably because like now your you time is limited again. And so you like in your head, you treasure it. Like, I got to I gotta make use of this while I can. Right. Yeah, I think so. It's so funny how we can't, as humans, it's so hard for us to like think way ahead in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no other animals that are good at it either. So, you know, but there are some people that are fucking good at it. And it's like, I wish I was better. I mean, as, as a species, we evolved from, you know, apes that were constantly starving. And so we're, we're only looking at what's going to happen in the next couple hours. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Is, is a leopard going to come and eat my children? Is, is there going to be enough food for us to feed each other? Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, we, it's interesting. <laughs> now we well, have uh, lots so of food. Actually, I wouldn't mind throwing in there how I got into vaporwave. I don't think I, I said how that all started. No, we, I didn't ask you. I, I'm a sh- Well, I, I mean, it's too late. I don't know if we can yeah. pencil you it's in. too late, next bro. Time. See you next all time. Right, right. Let's get <laughs> no, tell, tell us, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was in 2014. Uh, I had just moved in with my first roommate, a kid I went to college with. And uh, there was a used bookstore in our downtown. I live in, uh, well, at the time I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina. And there's a place called The Reader's Corner, which at nighttime they close up. But the outside has a giant uh, bookshelf across the f- whole front, which you can grab a book for free or you can donate to a box. So it's like the honor system. What people were doing is they would drop off boxes. It could be a box of cassettes, books, CDs, you know, whatever, or even just clothes a lot of times because there's homeless people in the downtown, right? And so one day at 12 o'clock at night, we went down uh, to the reader's corner. There's a box in there full of cassettes and we're, we're going through them. And there's a bunch of Korean looking ones, Japanese looking ones, one that has, uh, that's pink, that has a certain statue on it. And we just took the entire box and uh, we, we went home. He had a cassette player. I have video footage of us just going through it all. And we found a copy of Macintosh Plus, wow. the original Beer on the Road. Unreal. And, uh, Where is it now? He has it. He, he picked it up. So he got, he grabbed it first. Now, what, what's his address? That's fucking insane, <laughs> man. So someone probably, it was like someone's mom or something was like, fuck you, you're not having your tapes anymore. Get the fuck well, out I think of it here. was some girlfriend. A girlfriend. Because this is a college town. Oh, no. College area. So I think some girlfriend got pissed at his collection. It was all vaporwave and like experimental music. Like, I, I couldn't even believe That's it. That's crazy, man. I hope that person's listening to this show. Whoever had that wouldn't have just given it up. What year? <laughs> I know, that? really. You said it was 2016? 14. 2014. 2014. So I mean, oh, that wow. was really before it was 
Yeah, and it's what it was. So I mean, maybe someone could have even had that cassette. They just didn't and didn't even know. They just even care. It wasn't going for the hundreds of dollars it is now. It was at one hundred and sixty because I I look at my uh, Instagram. I I documented it just because I don't know we were college kids, and my Instagram says, "Holy crap, we found a cassette that's worth one hundred and sixty bucks." And then you know he obviously kept it and you know whatever. Damn. he never got into vaporwave like I did. That's but crazy. I don't know. It's like I'm not gonna let that me get that cassette back, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, for the longest time, you know, I, I thought we lost it, but yeah, he's got it. That was the the original story, but he came clean, and it's all cool. Damn, man. nice. That is insane. Of all tapes, the golden. Yeah, and th- that's what got me into cassette collecting. Actually, yeah. after that, I started picking up a lot of indie stuff, and not your stuff, but independent <laughs> <laughs> stuff, and. Uh, uh, I mean, because they're so cheap, especially if you're going to like a thrift store or something. And actually at the time I was driving a 97 uh, BMW, which had a cassette deck in it. And so all I could find was like 80s hits and mixes and Bob Dylan and stuff like that. And so just the cassette culture hit me pretty quick. When you, you don't even have like a CD player or anything, you got to gotta do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dupe shops right around the corner from me. I go there all the time. Yeah, dude, right that's now, awesome. But not for a few months yeah i just got a do you ever see like them put a display up of a lot of the music that you see because i know they have like that connection let's say that again you know what i'm talking about like on on duplication trade yeah you can put a check mark whenever you're creating your cassette to say you, you could sell our cassette oh, in your store. yes for sure yeah there's some vaporwave there um i think uh okay insert tapes there they do uh lo-fi hip-hop also golf audio company has tapes there strawberry station really? That's awesome. um, there's they have instagram check out their yeah check out their instagram um duplication you guys should go in there and take a video for it i'd be interested in seeing what that actually looks like well i was going to sort of because i was gonna record the tape swap during essential which was at the dupe shop so i was gonna make a little documentary but i did uh i do have one video of cassette store day where at the end of that video i spend like five minutes in dupe shop talking to the owner and stuff yeah, it's a great place. But yeah, I just got, speaking of cheap cassettes, I just got Spice and Spice World for $5 each off oh, Discogs. Man. How's that going for you? <laughs> they have, I got Spice actually, uh, but I'm waiting on Spice World. That's the better one. Yeah. And it has awesome. a bit of degradation, especially during one song. Uh, Even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nothing. sort of. Spice World or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Have you talked to the, you said you talked to the owner. What does he think about like the fact that we're using samples and all that stuff in our music? Is he worried about legal stuff coming out of us or? Yeah, sort yeah. of. Uh, he, you know, he loves Vaporwave too. So he doesn't really do much to pre- prevent it. I don't think, but that's also not really his role. He more just runs the shop. I think. Okay. okay. Yeah, just kind of don't say anything. It just, you know. Until something it. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if he really saw something he was aware of, he'd flag it, but. But. I mean, you think like sometimes like it's just got Dragon Ball Z right on the cover of the cassette. Like <laughs> how do they not think on that side? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They also sell uh, Mitro's Dragon Ball vinyl. That's what oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's the whole. Just put the wave at the end of it. Dragon Ball wave. Okay. It's yeah. Good. <laughs> You're good. But yeah, I don't think he Fair uses use. like too many samples and stuff from Dragon Ball. So that could be part of why it's why it flies it doesn't sound super dragon ball-y a lot of the time sometimes it does like kid goku i think right. that one's great but yeah so anyway um sorry to 
Uh, Agnos and Bone, you guys haven't spoken in a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, should we uh, should we get into some voicemails? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. I'd like to see what it feels like from the other end. Yeah. From the <laughs> other end. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for for leaving us so many voicemails, bro. <laughs> You're the bomb. All right. So, do we want to talk about the context for this voicemail at all, or just play it? Uh, just play the uh, the first one. Okay. We'll, we'll just go. We'll find out. All right. All right. I'm excited. Here we go. 当日君无人天收，这是最后一次通知。查询快件内容，请按九。转由人工客服为您服务。Okay, this is fucking hilarious because we're okay. This is like the signal wave episode. This voicemail is so super signal wavey, but it's yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got that voicemail and I'm like eh, whatever someone just I guess someone in the Pittsburgh area which is where their phone number is based I guess signed up for some kind of Chinese calling list or whatever. Uh, then I got it, and they called it and I just kind of ignored it and then I went to go play it back and I'm like oh it's got that like weird like music kind of in the background it's kind of soothing and it maybe would, so it, make a great sample you, got, yeah, yeah, you know okay. what it is you know, you know what they're asking us that's like, your next please, song right there no. yeah. it's too difficult to hear so <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious right. yeah I get a lot of those just I'm like I don't understand I know it's all sounds the same it's like I would never be getting a call from something like this it's so irritating they get me all the time sorry man. what are you gonna do not answer it what if it's important yeah my philosophy is if it is important they'll leave a message but then what if the message is like that and then you don't know well I then mean, I only have to listen maybe, to a maybe second that is I'm sorry maybe I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's important. <laughs> well, what we'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll uh, quietless. So we'll, oh yeah. We'll <laughs> Dude. What did the voicemail say? It was too fast for me. I yeah. I forgot uh, you were working in Shenzhen for so long you learned uh Mandarin, right? Yeah. It's crazy. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Is that part of your do you think that has something to do with your love for signal waves? I don't hear too many Chinese signal waves. No, yes. but, but like maybe you can understand some of the characters. Uh, well, yeah, I guess the, the Japanese uses enough kanji. Sort of, but the problem is Mandarin, most of it on the mainland isn't simplified, whereas Japan uses still traditional mm-hmm. characters. So it's like, it's another language almost in itself. Yeah, true. I do have the, uh, was it Vaporwave for... China. Oh yeah, by you know uh, X Waves. Yeah. Nice. Actually, I don't. I don't I'm not too happy with it because it doesn't sound Asian enough to me. Mm. <laughs> just like, and the problem it's is, not anytime Asian you look enough. up Signal Wave, it it comes up as the first record. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about on Bandcamp? N- no, but I can imagine. Um, yeah, it doesn't have enough like Chinese nationalism. You know, like if you see like Russian vaporwave, you're like, okay, this is gonna be like I know what to expect, sort of thing. But yeah, you didn't get that with the X waves. But the on the Bandcamp, if you look up vaporwave on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. there's S- signal wave. The first album that shows up is this. Yeah, one. yeah. signal wave. No, 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 that's not signal. Wave. Is it signal wave? No, I'm talking about vaporwave because it's called vaporwave for China because vaporwave is the first word. Uh, it's always the first album that comes. Oh, up, which, I see. I did not realize that. So what about that uh, HKE album, Vaporwave is Dead? Is, is that number two? Yeah, actually, it doesn't even... I don't think it's on yes. the front page at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, let's see. Crazy, I guess we man. know which way the tide Go to shifted. Hmm. I trust you. Uh, I don't trust Crazy. myself. But yeah, that's a good record. 
Yeah. Okay. So right there, first one, Vaporwave as the first result is Vaporwave for China, then Vaporwave Club, and then M for Vaporwave, which is an artist apparently. Mm -hmm. Wow. So whatever they did on the SEO of all that. Sneaky, sneaky. He hasn't made any other records too. X-Waves? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Not that I know of. I don't, I'm pretty sure. No, no, just vinyl too. Yeah. I don't know if you know this on the front here. It says, uh, what does it say? One tree planted for every cassette sold. Yeah, I saw that. I wonder if they did yeah. that. I didn't know about it until looking at the tape either. That would be cool. Yeah, I have the t- I have the record, the vinyl and the tape. And I sold one of them though. I don't know which other one I have. Oh, you, you bought the vinyl? Yeah, I got it. I think I still have the vinyl. I sold the tape, but yeah, we'll see. Now, anyway, we got... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I wonder how much... Um, western style signal wave there is because so much of it is you know japanese uh, uh influence but the the one that i know the best is ghosting by uh Telenites, the all those uh canadian commercial samples and then there's another one i have i think by sport 3000 which is all uh german broadcasts sport 3000 that's like yeah he's like the signal wave artist yeah it's it's, uh, it's really? dope yeah. stuff oh well, and he's been doing it since like 2014 2013 Wow. Mm-hmm. He doesn't always do signal. I haven't waves. listened to any of his stuff. Holy shit. Sport 3000. Yeah. <laughs> you could spend days listening to his discography. Definitely check him out. He's, he's, de- he's on dark web recordings. I think for sure. Bunch of other labels. Super OG. Yeah. Okay. Let's check out that voicemail. Yes. All right. Yeah. Hi, Rich and Indy. So this is a uh, chief belief and I heard about the latest podcast for a giveaway. So I figured I'd write up, put my, my hat into it. So I just want to say that, yeah, Indy is my, definitely my favorite Canadian of all time right now, currently. And thank you very much, Rich, for always reminding me to back up my hard drives. It does save myself a lot more trouble. And I just want to say I'll put myself into the giveaway. And my Twitter handle is always Chiefly, and everything else on social media is always Chiefly. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, have a good day as well. Wow, awesome. Chief Elif. Hell yeah. Chief, I love that guy. man. Chief is dope, yeah. dude. Chief Elif. Oh, that's amazing. No better person to oh, I'm so happy. That's not what I thought his voice was going to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> that tape, cool. that Chiefa, if you're listening, that tape is coming straight to you, buddy. Very excited. Nice. Yeah, reach, reach out to India. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Chief was just hanging out with us last night. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's just like me and a bunch of other friends from like the GCFC kind of all got together and then we were DJing. So we're all trying to learn how to DJ. So it's great. <laughs> nice. And uh, speaking of hard drive failures, I had a hard drive failure this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Where is it at? Let me grab it. Yeah. I saw place. you post that. This bad boy right here. Ooh. It's a. I had to set a Glyph Atom SSD and it's like 525 gigabytes. It's only had it for three years and it already died on me, man. Dang. And I'm just like super pissed about it. But um, it just had my sample libraries and all of my stuff for my plugins. So there's nothing like really important on here anyway. Do you know so. it's completely dead or can you recover it? Or? So like when I was plugging it into my uh, my Mac Mini, it actually was doing something causing my Mac to keep restarting itself and having a kernel panic. So nice. I'm like, awesome. And so when I plugged it into my MacBook, um, I can get access to it for like maybe like a couple minutes and try to pull stuff off of it. But then the hard drive will just disconnect itself. Do you so, have a Linux? Hmm. Do you have a Linux machine? I do not. Hmm. You could make a bootable USB. and I mean, there's nothing important on here that I can't download again. So I'm not like yeah. super tripping. I sure. would try though. I mean, you could do like make like a, a bootable Linux USB drive just to be able to... So you don't have to install anything and then you can 
see if it'll let you pull the data off in there. Because I've had that before where a hard drive was like unstable in Windows or whatever. And then I made a bootable Linux drive and was able to pull everything off using Linux. So yeah, Linux saves the day again. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone should use it. It's, I think it's because there's less IO when you first plug in the drive. In and out. Yep. <laughs> in and out. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Josh. Yeah, I'm just saying there's nothing it really, there's no important data that I, because I, I back up my stuff yeah. all the time for one. <laughs> and two, there's, this doesn't hold any personal like projects or anything. It's just plug-in library shit. It's just literally stuff to keep all of my, um, for music, my contact libraries and all of my Ableton packs are all on that drive. So I just had to re-download them all. Yeah, and, so yeah you, honestly, you if it's... Yeah, if it's stuff you can get again, why go through all the hassle of getting another machine and trying to <laughs> jack into the matrix? And, Already, you know. <laughs> that's what I that's what I spent my Friday night doing. <laughs> it was re-downloading yeah. all my fucking Ableton packs and shit. Hmm. So I, <clears throat> I've realized we didn't give any context to Chief Elif's voicemail. So just quickly, we did a cassette giveaway on the last uh, group episode of the podcast where Agnos and Pony and myself are on. And um, at the end of the episode, we gave away a cassette tape. And uh, I don't know if I want to say which one it is yet. Uh, yeah, we'll wait for Chief Elif to get it. But yeah, so yeah, just had to call in and leave a voicemail and say something specific. And Chief Elif won it. So congratulations, my friend. That's awesome. What was the specific thing? Oh, your favorite? Who your favorite Canadian PSM. Yeah. Oh, Canadian is. We uh, would have accepted either Indy or Dick Pound. Dick Pound. <laughs> Dick Pound or Indy. Only two Canadians that are the best Canadians. Jeez, what happened to Justin Bieber? No, he doesn't count. Come on. Not even count. No. Dick Pound is obviously better than Justin Bieber. Yeah, absolutely. It goes, it goes Indy and then Dick Pound up top. Like he, That's like yeah. the highest achievement for, for Canadian. What does that feel like? The ultimate Canadian. To be know. that high. That's, that's, what, uh, uh, that's what war heroes are awarded by the government is the Dick Pound medal. <laughs> the Dick Pound medal. It's time for your daily. Yeah, you'll feel it. Damn, I should have called in. Yeah. Uh, called in. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be doing more giveaways in the future. Awesome. Congratulations. Congrats, Chief Elif. Yeah, so everyone be sure to keep listening and keep your ears open for more opportunities to uh, support your cassette addiction and to support uh, the Private Suite podcast. Thank you, Stu. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you nice. Appreciate it. Don't close your ears. <laughs> okay. Um, what else do we have? Uh, yes, something I wanted to get into. We were talking about Segway, <gasps> Signal Wave that uses Western samples. So, Kite, maybe you can speak a little bit on that. You may have some something like that. Of yeah, yours. Uh, none, of, none of my projects. Um, can you may, well, check maybe. again? I guess your newest project maybe just came out. Like three, three days ago, one? with there's a split with what the fuck am I working on, dude? <laughs> you're split, bro. With uh, fucking what's his name, Ethan? Yeah, that came out like uh, three months ago. Oh fuck, that came out in February. Oh. <laughs> well, you, yeah, actually, I can still talk about it, that. It, it was weird, dude. Like, yeah, that that album me. that you like released like three days ago, a huge thing that you're working on. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so here goes another one of those. I wake up in the morning and decide I'm gonna do something. Um, so I made a split with, uh, Ethan from middle-class comfort who actually runs, runs uh, first-class collective with Zico, their, their label. 
And um, why did I think this so was new? I have no idea. I'm sorry. It's way way back there. It's still cool. Though. Still cool. Yeah. What we did was we we were just talking on Discord or whatever, and I was like, "What if we made like ringtone or not ringtone? The wait music that you hear while you're on the phone, right? So you get put on hold, and you get this crappy low bit, uh, either like orchestra song or whatever it is, and then you're waiting for the call, right? So what we did was. We made three tracks each, and then we put like a skit in between each waiting period. So it's like, hey, dude, what's up? And then, oh, I actually have to go for one second. Just like, hold on. And then the song would play. And then we would do that again for the whole thing. And we put it up on YouTube. It makes more sense on the YouTube than it does on the on the Bandcamp. But yeah, it was cool. Um, some of it was like hotel music or, or, I don't know, just weird edits. And like, I have one song on there called, uh, was it? Uh, temporary out of which is just like this mashup of glitching sounds like dial up or almost very dissonant. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a very quick album, maybe like five minutes max, yeah. but that's a cool little thing. It was awesome. Finished it in one day. Uh, we called it the waiting gang G A N G. Um, just because Q was on the call who he's uh Q's like kind of like a historian of vaporwave. I don't know. He doesn't really make music, but he does. He did some of the art for hundred percent electronica or Hundred percent electronica. Yeah, Q's awesome. Um, Shouts out to Q. He's a mad lad. He rules. Yeah. Okay. So you guys know who he is. Yeah. So he was just in the chat while we were recording our sound yes. bits. And yeah. He did that. He did that. Yeah. Album. Yeah. He's freaking amazing, man. That's super cool. So that's why the the album art has my some Japanese guys in a business meeting. I don't know. And the kites eyes. I don't know. Quentin. <laughs> you guys would have to see it. Too. Yeah. No. I was wondering why Quint, why it said Quentin there. So makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his actual name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got that. Q. <laughs> Casey Don't didn't dox know. Him, yeah. guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got so much to talk about. Anyone else got something to talk about? So I don't. I, I saw the whole one show. thing. One yeah. thing. Um, did you see the AI generated vapor that someone posted? I saw the AI generated no. never going to give you up. Yeah, I saw the yeah. Rick roll. Yeah. I saw that yeah. one. Yeah. It wasn't really. I guess it kind of Vapor is a Rick Roll because you're probably never going to give you up. But they they took different parts of the song and I guess fed it to this program that creates Vaporwave based on what it's learned from, I guess, analyzing other songs. Oh, I and saw that. It got deleted from Reddit, right? It's still up there. Is, is it? Can yeah, you check again? <laughs> well, he, he checks there. I have an album that I put out called uh, We Are Simulation, which was 100% programmatically made with FFMPEG, the, the book that I made, um, I made a, an algorithm where I was cutting up uh, a sample, Japanese commercials, feeding it through an algorithm. So if the one second and then the fifth second and then maybe the 20th second, you know what I mean? Like if it's a 30 second clip, it chopped it up into a uh, parabola algorithm. So it just made this track that went like this and then like this, you know, like a a parabola and that's what that whole album uh we are simulations is just music made from that so uh, i actually have the algorithm at the bottom down there if anybody ever wants to make the same exact thing i would be interested in trying that yeah where b is the track segment yeah check it so mthu.bandcamp.com is where you can find that and what's crazy is no one even noticed like people were like oh i like that that album i was like anybody gonna say anything about yeah. it yeah it's like no one ever read the description. Yeah. That's the thing is so much vaporware. People are just getting, gotta get it. Got it. All right. Next one. It's uh the sad thing is like, it's, it's weird. It kind of almost shows you how easy it is to make it. 
Well, at least signal wave. If you're just throwing commercials into the input and the output is, is signal wave, it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys like fell for it. One of the comments on the on the Reddit thread is just like, damn, there's really nothing left to do anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Computers are going to take everyone's jobs, man. Yeah. So you so you found the thread? Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, and they're already writing music for everybody. Yeah, I put it in the chat there. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I was reading it, and then I refreshed, and then it was gone. Maybe that was a different post, or maybe because the thumbnail wasn't there, so maybe the thumbnail yeah, loaded. Reddit just I, had a hiccup. That was tripped me out yesterday, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting that it was it it I, it, I don't I wouldn't say it's good. Like some people, are like oh, this slaps. This is great. I, I, I would, I wouldn't. I'm not going to go and and listen to Astley Wave or whatever computer generated Astley. But it's interesting that just feeding it through, uh, you know, a, a, an algorithm or a system like this can produce something that is so similar and it has all those elements. I find interesting. It, it, it could be a cool tool to work off of to to feed it through, see what you get, and then work with this reproduced version of the. Yeah, it's like a new kind of paintbrush. It it produces yeah, this thing, and exactly. you just pick the good parts out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we play it? I haven't heard of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Let's play. I was uh, I was gonna say oh. Rick roll the entire podcast. We're gonna skip it. Give it a couple years, and that's going to be the stuff on the top 40 Billboard charts. It's just going to be algorithmically generated crap. It probably will for all genres. It already is. (laughs) There's an algorithm there. Something I wanted to say about that was, I guess what's going to, you know, if this actually becomes something that people need to deal with, to distinguish yourself, the AI would have to know how to make things that are more charming. You know, like, could it make a DDS song? You know, that's the question. Why not? I think to some degree, that's just, it's just an engineering problem to solve. You kind of map out, like, what is it that draws people into music? What are the, the oral qualities that make something so striking? And try to figure out some kind of underlying structure beneath that and then just program it. I mean, we probably won't be able to figure it out for a long time. You probably just pass it the, the album. And then they just make a song that sounds like it would, it would be on that album. You could, you, know you could mean? do that, but then you're just mimicking another artist, right? If you like, if you want to have a, an AI be the new DDS and have something new in that and be very interesting and intricate in that way that like intentionally challenges someone at a specific part, or they it knows that it's manipulating your emotions based on the music that it's making and the changes in the music. So I think you would have to be like, it might be a blessing in disguise to have something like this because it would require anyone that wants to rise above it to have that extra nuance, you know, that little bit of um, nuance. Yeah. I think 
I think you're in terms of like getting a polished product. Yeah. You're going to need the, the human touch for it. You're going to have to know what you're doing, but I don't think there's any reason why if, if we're talking about like AI generated music in general, whereas like, I'm sure there, I'm sure it already exists to some extent where you can generate a, like a top 40 song and it'll have all the elements of, of every song that's come out in 2020 or 2019, whatever. And, and because you listen, if you listen to like a top 40 station, you're, you notice most of the new music has a lot of the same elements, very just a structure. I don't think, I think you'll get there with, if you were to do something like DDS or something obscure, I'm sure you can write an algorithm or find something that'll roughly. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Issue. It's a matter of time of learning and, and just, you know, feeding enough information to it that it'll, it'll, it'll put something out and you're like, Oh, is this DDS? It's like that's dynamic computer. <laughs> I think, I, that's I think once they can um figure out the algorithms of being able to predict people's like taste and trends of music and then that's when we all lose our jobs because like i think i think at that point in pop like, culture you, you i think so yeah yeah once once you can have a computer predict and like know what people are gonna be wanting five years from now and then start making that music and then like getting people to be interested in it before they even realize they're interested in it, then that's when all the musicians lose their jobs and the record labels just start picking people to be their puppets. Yeah, but then like pop punk and all that kind of stuff would come back or something that's trashy. Yeah, punk or vaporwave. That's not polished. Yeah. I, I think at that point, if you're able to create something, you're actually able to predict human taste. I mean, you've, you you've discovered some kind of mathematical structure behind societal... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, wh- whatever it is that if you think of humanity as some kind of gestalt one organism, <laughs> then you've figured out how to map that giant brain when you've done that. And at that point, yeah, yeah. I that mean, takes you know, away. do we still need to have jobs? You know, will we be in a, a post scarcity Star Trek utopia? I hope so. I don't, <laughs> think I don't think technology like that is going to be used to like produce the music or at least to as like a general tool to the public. I think that's something that the industry then to get M- ahead of murder everybody. I don't think, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it's going <laughs> to be, you got to put a face to it. Well, that's what they, well, I mean, hopefully there's Justin someone Bieber's. out there who can <laughs> reverse engineer that technology and, you know, make it available to the little guy, you know, Open you know maybe not be, as, it'll be like a real life, uh, awesome. From South Park, yeah. in, the, in the cardboard box, and Adam just Sandler like predicting the move, predicting the movies, and like what's going to yeah. sell. Yeah, <laughs> scary That's stuff. An interesting idea, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would still need a label to release it and produce the cassettes. And blah, blah, blah. So we still got jobs. Yeah. Um, so still I need wanna... someone to lick the envelopes. Say that again. Still need someone to lick the envelopes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do what that is now. my purpose? Not with the coronavirus going around. You gotta, you gotta work yeah, on don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing you kind of want a robot. To do. <laughs> so, so I got trolled hard, guys. I got trolled real bad. Oh my! Look at my hair. I'm losing it. It's gone. It's gorgeous. Uh, um. Yeah, I got trolled last episode with DDS. I was talking about this record that I found from 2009. I was like. Oh, hidden vaporwave gem that nobody knows about score let me check it out bro i checked it out as cocaine jesus and it turns out that he uh changed the dates on that record and trolled me so i believed he got me he tricked me (laughs) i believe that that record came out before um echo jams (laughs) and the sunset corp singles so when you went and changed it on on Bandcamp, so he changed it. Yeah, 
So he fucking got me, that bastard. Cocaine, if you're listening, you're a sneaky boy. Oh, that's great. Sneaky, Ooh, sneaky. And he doesn't take too kindly to pranks. Indy's the prankster. <laughs> Friendships ended with DDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I want to play a song. I want to play two songs, but neither of them are Vaporwave, really. So I think I can only pick one. I want to pick a song and play a song here. Yeah, so this is a song by Gunship. You guys may know Gunship if you're a Synthwave fan. Big, big Synthwave group. Uh, they've had some incredible, incredible albums that were quite big. Uh, as big as like someone like Future Cop or um, Time Cop 1983. Calm Trues. Calm Trues, for sure. Maybe even like The Midnight or um, FM 84. So uh, check out this song. It's called When You Grow Up, Your Heart Dies. And if anyone knows that um, quote, it's from The Breakfast Club. When the, uh, the gothy girls, she says it at some point, I forget her name. But um, so this video is fucking amazing. One of my favorite music videos ever. That was a bit of a vapor vibe, I guess, because the whole, uh, what comprises the video is recreated 80s movie scenes by listeners. So they all submitted, you know, a reenactment of their favorite 80s movie clip, Jaws or, or Robocop or whatever. And then it's a song like, that goes along with it. So it's absolutely wonderful. One of my favorite things ever. Let me switch this shit over and uh, everybody
Gunship. It is <laughs> only a million views. I know. It's actually a good marketing idea to have your fans make it because they're going to automatically share it. Of course, yeah. Gonna, oh, right? yeah, exactly. for sure. It's really good idea. I like that the uh, the beginning, uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage cameo there, uh, which reminds me the anniversary of his death is coming up. So, mm-hmm. in order to honor him, make sure you snap into a Slim Jim on May 20th. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool that was a cool song very okay so thank you for letting me play that hope hope everybody enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh, very got, much so. should I keep going anyone got anything time for, time for another topic I think so okay. yeah so chiptune and glitchy music kite you used to be into that you've made some of it yourself yeah uh, so this is actually around the same time I found Vaporwave I just got into like modding and one thing that's really big in the Game Boy scene is putting like a backlight onto your, your original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. LED lighting. Super easy. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you can also throw in there uh, a pot so you can turn the um, the clock so you can slow down the, the gameplay. Yeah, I got you. And then you can even speed it up, right? And so I was getting into the whole modding scene and there's an awesome uh, freeware software for the Game Boy called LSDJ which is a complete DOS system. Uh, it's a tracker, really, um, for the Game Boy. And it, it works on the Game Boy Advance. It works on uh, pretty much anything that plays the original Game Boy games. 
And um, I was just starting to make chiptune on there. And I was on uh, the chiptune, I guess, one of the forums, um, which I think is just called chiptune, if I'm not mistaken. And somebody in North Carolina, where I live, was looking for some people to play chiptune music for a little festival. And uh, yeah, he totally hyped it up way more than what it really was. Uh, we had like our parents show up and a couple of friends, but I brought my Game Boy in there. I had a blue backlight onto my Game Boy. And uh, I think I, I just played six, seven songs in a row. Uh, you probably hear my brother in the background making the most cheer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that but that was my first concert i ever did yeah. and so you know, all straight from a game boy man my parents came to mind too man it's awesome no nah, it's uh, no problem with it i'd rather is it yeah. a cartridge that you put into it's a cartridge yeah called it's LSD. L- there's there's LSDJ, right yeah yep. yeah uh-huh. and there's there's another one that i can't think of what is um but there's two different softwares that you can use out there uh i actually even had a chance whenever i went to china to do another show um they were looking for a chiptune artist a kind of sucked because we we got the venue from some guy um and it was way too high classy or high fashion and uh it, the clientele was not video game people no. at all. i don't even know why they let us come in there <laughs> and so everybody had D, their dj equipment and so they they switched and started playing normal crap and i only had my game boy on me and so i waited till the end of the night mm. and then the bar whoever was behind the bar came over to me and was like dude you gotta turn this off in chinese to me I'm like, and nobody else was around to play anything. And it was like the last hour and I had my whole set and I'm playing these harsh sounds over this jazzy club. Yeah. And I'm like kind of forgetting <laughs> my life. So Ouch. that was the last time I ever played chiptune music. And, uh, <laughs> Damn. It, it was cool. I, I like it a lot. It's cool to get into like the modding scene like that and, and use like something from the 1980s to actually make music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, what's one of the biggest names in, in chiptune? Um, Shirobon. Yeah, Shirobon's pretty big, but that's not how I'm thinking about. Uh, Gucci, they're kind of big. Yeah, Anamanaguchi. Oh, I mean, well, not really chip But they throw in like guitar music, yeah. and but that's how you can evolve it into into your set. Definitely. So there's a lot of opportunity for people who are interested in, in taking chip tune because it's an actual instrument at that point. You yeah. press, you know, you could press A and B to to trigger something, or you can set the loops and then switch to another. Or if you got like the DS, that also that also has like flashcards, which has its own music. Um, programs in there so you can actually use it as a, a full instrument in itself yeah the core i think it's kind of cool Korg, uh, and you mentioned go ahead you mentioned there yeah, you can mod uh mod a game boy to i guess control the the speed of the cpu in it yeah and that, they have a clock that's mod. Cool. so i i have a video on my personal instagram where i'm playing tetris and i can i have a knob right where the uh the speaker is i i remove the speaker and i put the pot there and so I'm playing Tetris and then I turn it down so I could move, you know, over a little bit. <laughs> it's not necessary, but it's kind of cool. That's that was a little demo wow. I showed. But there's actually a pretty pretty big scene. Yeah. Um, now it's gotten a lot more advanced. Where uh, there's actually manufacturers that are making like legit stuff. Yeah. Um, people just really got into it. There's a, a cool YouTube channel that I can't think of right now. Who, um, he's he's like pushing to the next level. where taking DS screens and mixing them with the, the old Game Boy, so you can get a completely clear. Uh, beautiful screen and all those kind of things. You know, just I, one of those things I got into for a minute. It's cool when the uh, like a community can kind of get to a point where uh, you have this like advanced modding and it's not super big to where it becomes totally commercialized. Like there is still definitely a uh, like an indie kind of hacker community. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, Game Boy's obviously been around for four years. So they're they're going to be 
they're well established. You know, I think the the iPod market is kind of trending that way. People mods with them with them. So it's cool to see like the, mm. this kind of things that build up. And so it makes me want to like go and like I go down a YouTube rabbit hole watching all this crap people modding Game Boys. Like, that's awesome. I can do that, too. And then I start looking to it. And next thing you know, I'm like wanting to spend five hundred dollars on Game Boy modding shit and stuff. Buy a soldering iron. You don't know where to fucking put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I have a box with all that kind of crap. You know, I actually, I was, I, I was watching uh, uh, something. It was a, a guy who did the the minty pie uh, project. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but if you don't know what it is, it's a basically putting a raspberry pie mini, like a, not the regular one, but the um, the five, zero, the pie the five zero, dollar yeah. one that came in the magazine. Yeah, exactly, the five dollar yeah. one. Um, into an Altoids container with a little yeah. screen on the top, and then it's just like a little mini retro game console that you can carry around and play. And I'm like, wow. I can do that. And long story short, I have a 3D printer now, and uh-huh. I still haven't completed the the 3D the, printer, the, tiny <laughs> Game Boy. He went all the 3D printer. I I've printed the pieces for it, but I still need to get the screen. And, the button and stuff like that. I have the Altoids oh, container awesome. too, ready to go. I just need to, I need to find the time to go and, and do it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fun project. But I've, I've printed it's, that stuff and I printed a Helios bus. It's been well. Oh uh, yeah. As is required That's if pre- you're a Vaporwave person and you have to Gotta print, print, a, print a Helios. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, so Chiptune, going back to it. Yeah. F- fucking, you know, how amazing is it, you know, making all those sounds on Game Boy? came out in like well, the there's 80s. good music on the game boy though from the incredible games, I mean. like pokemon you know there's so many games we love Huge. that have amazing music and there's some there's a lot of chiptune artists that are absolutely incredible and if mm-hmm. you want to check out chiptune i recommend one place in particular and it's funny i actually didn't know about it uh until recently so you guys remember the vapor 95 live stream it was like two mm-hmm. weeks ago mm-hmm. so yep. uh <laughs> when that was over you know, you can like send your current room to another channel and have all the people that are viewing your room start viewing that. They Vapor95 sent us over to Faith in the Glitch, a, a really cool uh, Twitch channel with a guy who does chiptune most of the time, I think. He, there's some other stuff as well. Very interesting music. And as soon as we joined, I actually clipped it uh, because it was so funny to see like the host of the show um, react to all the people from the Vapor 95 set joining the chat. So let me link it here. Vapor 95! Coming in with the ultimate aesthetic rain! What up, y'all? Slap. Slap a bunch of reverb on everything. Yeah. Uh, Makes it sound epic. So awesome. Ultimate aesthetic rage. What a wow. And yeah, that's that's the channel. Faith in the glitch. How cool is that, man? All the all the uh visuals he has on there, the CRT screens with so much they each have a different video on them. Like we saw that stuff at Electronicon, we've seen them in a few places, but he has like a really nice and tasteful setup. So yeah, if you like Chiptune, check him out. Um, he does, I think his Chiptune stream is every Thursday. Um, yeah, and he plays all kinds of music from really good artists. Nice. That was cool. Good connection. Yeah. Yeah, man, the live scene has been so good lately. Like all these live streams, Nano Shrine. At, oh my uh, God. Oh. Yeah. 
That thing was so amazing. I I couldn't believe how, like, there was just the whole... 3d stage render around it it was it was mind-blowing incredible like 3d fire like it 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 looked like you're he we were in vr chat or something but he had his own human body there performing for us with all his you know visuals concert spectacles things you'd expect to see at a large dj festival almost and he's just up there doing his thing with his hat, man. This is fucking so awesome. We'll link that video in the description so everybody can check it out. The next level of that, the next level of that is going to be when you can 3D scan the performer and you can be in a virtual space and like go around them and feel like you're in the room mm-hmm. with them instead of it just being one of those like Castlevania 2D yeah. projections. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> that'll be nuts. Holy shit. Backstage passes, baby. right that's when vr chat festivals are becoming a real thing (laughs) yeah yeah how's virtual bay virtual bay Bay. uh we haven't done much of anything right now yeah we haven't done anything um we might be planning uh, a thing coming up soon so i'll keep you posted yeah sweet but uh, wasn't wasn't there a concert recently in like Fortnite or something uh, there was one in Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft has. Yeah, like uh, Skylar Spence was pushing. I think Anamanaguchi was playing, and uh, yeah, they had like a whole Minecraft show, and everyone was there in Minecraft. Oh yeah, that like, one. Fuck, who was that? Urgh. That I checked was, it out um, for a little bit. Elsewhere, right? Didn't they recreate? Yeah, the, that's uh, right. They, they did recreated the whole uh, event space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, take that's, me back. Take yeah, me right back there, man. <laughs> yeah. Such a cool venue. No, that venue was amazing, man. Oh my god, never been to anything like that before. Like the the idea of a place buying three stories for different showrooms, like is that's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or was it two stories with the roof? Like uh, selling yes. someone to invest in you to do that. I, like you're gonna have that many people in there and that many artists going. Like, well, I, I think if, if you're gonna sell that to anyone, I mean, like, thank God it was in in Brooklyn. There's mm-hmm. there's right, nowhere else right, to right, sell right. that to someone. <laughs> That that's an New York amazing, has everything, right? And that's yeah. an amazing venue, dude. I would go there for all the shows if I lived in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, do we have anything else that we want to get into or wrap it up here? Uh, let's see. I don't think I have too much. I got some tunes to play. We got release radar. I guess I'll go through that. <clears throat> um, amazing record on AQ Varia. I think it's Aquavaria. I don't know. Correct. Correct me. <laughs> listeners it's this stuff isn't meant to be pronounced it's just meant to be read it's fun. yeah mm-hmm. yeah right yeah, exactly. it's, it's like kind of like grimes and elon's baby a e a x 12 x a e a 12 what the hell the fuck are you supposed to pronounce that yeah it's actually what, what was it though it's like it actually means it something does mean better. something it's like their favorite plane which is at the a12 the a12 archangel Something from one of Grimes' records way. or something. X is yeah. like an unknown variable, and I, I AE is like, in another language, it's like AI for artificial intelligence yeah. or some shit. It's like crazy. <laughs> what was it? It was like, I don't know. It's, a, it's a, narrow, a normal name. It's just spelled weird. That's the problem. Oh. Oh, is it? Oh, so there's a way yeah. to pronounce it where it's like... I see. Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brendan. <laughs> What's so, up? My name is Mike. How do you spell that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the record is by uh, Zadig the Jasp. Ooh. Amazing, amazing uh. artist. I've had him on the show. Uh, check out that episode if you haven't heard Zadig. it. Zadig. Incredible artist. Um, 
It's a split between him and Sound Market, actually. They're not a split, a comp. Or what's the word for that when you work on it together? Compilation? Collab. 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 It's a collab. It's the oh, C yeah, word. It's not a split. Collab. <laughs> yeah, a fucking incredible, incredible album. An incredible label. Uh, I'll link it in the description. A-Q-V-A-R-I-A. Aquavaria, I guess. Real quick. So we're talking about this baby's name and like, oh, there actually is a way to pronounce this normal. The actual way to pronounce it is X-Ash-A-12. X-Ash-A-12. Roll off the tongue like Steve. X-Ash-A-12. I think it was like Ashley though. Like they did post like months ago how they said that they weren't gonna like us they were gonna let the baby decide its own gender when it gets to that point. (laughs) That's that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's 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 a real undertaking though because you got to be like real mindful at all times like oh mm-hmm. I don't want to like influence give them toys that have been commercialized for boys or for girls I gotta like you know or think best of both worlds and you just buy them all the toys <laughs> well they can they do that you know they they're crimes in Elon Musk mm-hmm. <laughs> just buy all the toys you play with whatever you want to play with it helps I when mean you're a billionaire and you can didn't Azalea Banks get lost in Elon's mansion once while they were tripping on acid. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing she was like live tweeting it like <laughs> I'm lost I bet you they did a lot too I bet I, I, I wouldn't doubt it yeah check out Aqu- Aquavaria that's just how I'm gonna say it there's another great record on there by Sky Too High I just linked it on the Discord channel incredible art with that record that's that's I'm like I see that and I'm like I'm listening to that right away and it's great sort of ambient dissonant stuff very nice. We also have very interesting record on uh, No Problema Tapes, sort of. It was a uh, in part on No Problema Tapes, I guess you could say. It was by um, Hand and Tassie. And what they did was release one song from the album on a different label. So it's like a, an, an album with different acts, I guess you could say. And each act is on its own label. Yeah, I and saw that. Every that's that's a really clever way of putting that out. Yeah, so let me link the things here. There's a lot of them. Oh, and I, I don't have. You'll have to copy and paste that stuff. But yeah, nine song album w- with one song on Cell Death Tapes, another Virtual Beach Club, Stranded Lotus, Shatterfoil, No Problema, Seven Form, Weather oh, yeah, Weatherproof, CBR, CBR, and Death Plaza. So that's really cool, and I think it's a commendable effort. And everybody should check it out. It's called Career. And it, it makes a skeleton, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. What do you mean? How so? That's what they all... Each one's the skeleton. Like the part. art? Yeah. The album art when you put it all together? Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't clue into that. So, yeah, it's like a big <laughs> poster and he cut out a th- like a square for it for each uh, of the nine pictures. That's super cool. Yeah. Check it out. Career by Han Tassie. Uh, I don't think, think I'm saying that right. Hentai. <laughs> Hentai Tassie. Excellent. All right. What else we got? On uh, Naughty Night, there's a tape by um, 27UHF. And I think I want to play a track off of this. It's a really nice record. And I haven't heard of this artist, 27UHF, 20, uh, before. But I feel like I should. Because it's some dope ass shit. So let me switch my thingy over so we can hear a song. Hey, 
stuff Very there. So, right. 27 UHF is from Peru, actually. And they have a couple other albums, some EPs, and they've worked with Babe Fake, actually. Another yes. incredible, uh, incredible artist. Have you ever heard of an artist, uh, K. Robin? It's like K porn, uh, but K. Robin? No? K. What? K. R. O. P. N. Like K porn, nope. but you know how prawn or. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 croppin. Okay, okay yeah. I've, that's on like. Uh, croppin. I, I, didn't I see that name in some like hard vapor circles or something back in the day? Mm, maybe. Or, I don't know, I, but I, I that's thinking that. Fucking good signal wave, too. If you haven't checked that out, Kite. Yeah. Definitely check cool. out. Yeah, I'll check that out. Croppin. And Saigon. Do you know Saigon? Yeah. Okay. Saigon SO. I actually just discovered them today. And freaking holy crap, is that a good artist? There's like a billion zillion artists in Vaporwave, man. I feel like I know them all and not even close, baby. Never going to be <laughs> enough hours to listen to all of it. No, never. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to sell some of my tapes. <laughs> oh. Really? Yeah. Just like tapes I, you haven't even listened to yet. I love these tapes. Well, I've listened to the album, but not the physical tapes a lot of mm, times. Right, yeah. right. Gotcha. Dude, if you have them across a million miles away, I'll buy it. Yeah. I'd, At like $100. Yeah. Oh, dude, I gave want. one to Pony. Didn't I give you a copy? No, yeah, I have uh, Sailor Wave. Oh, Sailor Wave. Sailor Wave, uh, Sailor Wave 2. I'm pretty sure I just gave one of those away at Electronicon 2. Yeah. Damn, I should have stuck around when I when I ran into you guys at Amoeba. I could have taken a couple <laughs> of your hands. Yeah, I think I gave them away after that too. Yeah, but I you gave me that tape, but I gave you a, a Samsung a phone. Galaxy S8. You did. So, what? I still use it. I'm still using that same phone, eh? Yeah, every day. Tight. I think about you all the time, my brother. Um and you know what? My company gave me an iPhone 10, and I'm like, I got True. the Drake meme going yeah. on. This is what I want, baby. Thin. If you don't want that iPhone sleek. 10, you can send that back to Rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My company phone. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Saigon SO. Very good artist. I also want to shout out a couple of other Signal Wave artists that don't get uh, their names dropped nearly as often as they should. Blizzard 96. Fucking amazing shit. For, if you guys have heard it, um, shouts out to anyone that's listening who has. Also, JMA is, Forecast. Is, is Blizzard 96 that I, I'm hoping it's referencing the actual Blizzard of 1996. And it's not just some play on like, we're going to add 95, but make it a different number. It probably is because it's signal wave, right? Like whether, you know, mm-hmm. JMA Forecast, incredible stuff. Medio, Meteorological oh, right Agency. And they have a tape on Aquablanca, actually. Aquablanca. I have that. I got mm-hmm. that from Electronicon 2. Yeah, nice. And uh, oh. <laughs> yep. there it is. Right there. Kite with the big guns. I actually s- slipped a little bit of that in my DJ set yesterday. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a good nice, one. Nice, man. Yeah, Meteorological Agency. I can't believe I didn't screw up saying that. Asutenki, of course. We all know and love Asutenki. If you don't know Asutenki... Please do yourself a favor, kite on the ball again. Just showing us every time. No, no, that's actually something. there's a tape in my face. Yeah, because like one or two of these. Nice. Damn, just flexing all over us, man. Way to make us feel small. Yeah, my tape collection is like four tapes. <laughs> Basically, only what I was able to buy at live events, and that's it. 
Air System, who we talked about a little bit. I think they only have the one record still, but I could be wrong. There it is. <laughs> From Tokyo to Honolulu. I'm waiting. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah. It always sells out too quick. Yeah. Like people really collect that because they, they want to own all yeah. of them. But the guy releases so many that it's just like, yeah, it's, I, don't, I never get a chance to listen to it before it actually sells that's out. That's all such high quality wave that's right there. Yeah. Right. You, can't, you don't have time to enjoy the record. And a lot of Slash Wave is released at the same time that the tape drops. That's why I want to give exactly. a shout out to Allo City Records, who puts out the digital mm. first always. Okay. Shouts out to Allo City. Christian, you're a G. Um, Virtual Polygon, another incredible artist, Signal Wave. And Cologne Terminal, if you guys know them too. Mm. Not too much lately from Cologne Terminal, but incredible stuff there as well. Um, okay, so release radar. Um, we, we've done a lot. You know, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. That's, that's fine. <laughs> a lot of high quality stuff to dig into. Since uh, quarantine's been going, I listened through my whole back catalog of uh, bookmarks and I've got nothing new to discover anymore. So thank you Holy very much. Holy shit, that's a feat. Like going through your was. whole bookmarks? It, like, yeah. If it's like anything everything like I found since Electronicon that I just, I'll listen to that later, 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 yeah. later. And I just, I've had nothing else to do. Wow. Nice. What do you do about all the infinite amount of incoming Bandcamp emails every day? I just unfollow shit on Bandcamp. Yeah. <laughs> True. I can't, I wanna... I can't handle it because like if it's important I'll see it on Twitter I'll see it somewhere else I don't need <laughs> yeah. the, on Reddit. it in my in, inbox it's yeah. crazy yeah mm-hmm. inbox is getting ridiculous plus it's like you get two when when like someone yeah, puts did. out a message on Bandcamp you get the one from Bandcamp you got a message and then you get another email with the message the itself message. seriously Bandcamp I love you guys but you need to do better you need to streamline this shit make a desktop Ooh. app Please, yes. like the catalog would be better. I, I, Some I sort of kaggle. Yeah, definitely. Like we need a desktop. Just like a daily. Anything, anything more than what you've got now. For how much money we're spending? <laughs> what do they get? Like fourteen million a month or something? What is oh my god, thirty. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, That's so insane. I got a song I want to play, but I think I want to leave the show off with this song. Um, mm. So I don't know if I want to play it right now. I I guess I'll talk about it a little bit though. So it's by an artist named Burger Shot. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's okay. a funny uh, vaporwave name. And the album doesn't look very vapor. Like their other album does. Here, let me link it to you guys. It, it, you know where Burger Shot is from? No. It's the burger That's joint a, in GTA. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, there you go. That's it's I, crosshairs I and a big old ketchup splatter, right? So here's the album. This is one of my favorite songs ever in vaporwave, actually. Like There's four cassettes that's, left. There are, you can see uh, this mm. album's been out for a long time. No one's bought it. You can see I'm one of the like five people that did, but I bought it for like, there's two or three songs on there that I really like. And we're going to play uh, one of them. Same, it's number two. Same fonts and everything. <laughs> yeah. As a burger shot in the game. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I, I want to know who this fucking artist is so I can just say thanks for making this song. It's not, there's nothing like that complex or crazy or like, um, what's the word innovative, I guess about the record. It's just a simple classic style with a couple edits here and there, but hell does this song hit me hard. Um, so I guess, you know, we'll say we'll wrap up the show and then do an outro with that. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah, I guess that about does it. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's about cool. it. Uh, Kite and Stu, thank you for joining us. Um, where can people find you if they want to, if they're somehow on a with you guys, where can they find you? You can go first, Stu. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's really, I'm on Twitter, uh, Stu Adib, S T U A D D. I don't post very much, but, uh, you know, if you're lucky and you put something cool, I'll, I'll like it. And uh, <laughs> keep keep your peepers open for that. There's, there's uh, no better Sweet. currency in this universe. Um, cool. Yeah. Retweeting is the ultimate currency. <laughs> Just go to your local there grocery you store, bring up your your purchase, and like I like to pay with three stew. <laughs> and and they'll they'll snap it up. And they'll give you change. Yeah. That's that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two and a quarter. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you, you guys can find me pretty much everywhere at Music's The Hang Up. Uh, and then musicstayingup.com, which kind of has uh, all the releases off of Bandcamp for Vaporwave under that tag and Signal Wave and then all the subgenres. Um, and physicals yeah. too. And, uh, and Yeah, physicals, digitals and physicals broken up into two sections. I like how you like, do that. There's like literally over a thousand. I, I'm actually using it as like a catalog, to be honest, um, because a lot of these albums get deleted for some reason. And so at least if there's a page for it, it existed. There's an album art that I save on my own mm. servers and all that kind of stuff. Got nice. that digital it's footprint. Yep. Oh, wow. And then the same thing on YouTube, music's to hang up and, uh, or kites. If I'm on the discord, chat me up. You have awesome. a discord. Thank too, you guys for you? having me on here. I just want to say to kite, I said this to you at Electronicon, but like, I super appreciate what you're doing in the scene. Uh, like, I remember yeah, back man. in the day, the the curation spot to go to is Sunbleach. And I miss that yeah. site every day. And I'm so glad that you and everyone at Private Suite are, you know, making that part of your mission to like, you know, get albums out there, get artist names out there so people know what is here. Cause again, Bandcamp, your site's trash. I'm sorry. It's okay. And the app is as well. Yeah. Well, I'm super appreciative that Private Suite and I can coexist for sure because I've been able to write for you guys. I've had some of you on the YouTube channel, uh, Puffy Cheeses from Australia. You know, you guys let me write, what, four articles now, and now I'm on the podcast. So it's cool that I can exist with you guys, and you guys treated me nothing but kindness. So, yeah, thanks for letting me come on here, too. For Thank sure, man. For for it was cool being roommates in New York. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you and me and Maki. Yep. Party animals. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. Bit of a longer and, group uh, episode today. Yeah. And I think uh, everyone knows where to find us, uh, privacymag.com. All the links are right there. Uh, don't forget to, uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, be like Stu, 41244Vapor. You take uh, English, Mandarin, whatever language you got, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> be like Stu. Be like Stu. Leave us a voicemail. And, yes, uh, and maybe one day you can be on the podcast. Be like chief table, maybe win some stuff. Yeah, who knows? Who knows anything? Uh, and, and of course, uh, help control the data loss situation. Mm-hmm. Be sure to back up your hard drives to flash drive. Don't 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 have chance. one. Don't of be these like things. Ognos and lose your data. Well, actually, be like Ognos because he had it all backed up and he had everything, <laughs> and he's able to recover. From yeah, it. these these are inevitable. And, and don't just rely on external hard happen. drives, people, because what if your house burns down? What if you get robbed? Off-site cloud. You need the secondary location. <laughs> Absolutely. My Redundant house burns down, I'll be Redundant. sad, and then I'll feel like I have more problems than what the data I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be more sad about all my gear that I've lost yeah. instead. Yeah. That's what renters are. It's crazy for. how like COVID <laughs> has made the 
the pollution so low that you can actually see the data in the cloud now. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think with that, uh, Indy, you should play us out. And uh, awesome. We'll wrap it up for today. Well, thanks for coming, everybody. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to play this song by Burger Shot. It's called Before Registration. Be well, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you. Later. Later, Later man.